This is Full Access OK. I'm Skyler Cooper with Steve Berg. Hello. We are from 1023 KRMG. Tells us news and talk. Just as we rehearsed. Uh, <laughs> and for this episode, we wanted to go to the movies. Something a lot of folks do anyway, and our goal here is to get you out doing some things in town that maybe you haven't done before, but we're not just going to any old movie theater. We went to Circle Cinema at Admiral and Lewis there in the Kendall Whittier District, and it's actually Tulsa's oldest existing movie theater. Yeah, even even more so. It's really the only historic movie house in Tulsa that escaped the wrecking ball, mostly by luck at first. But now, thanks to the dedication of a very devoted nonprofit group, which includes our guide for this episode of Full Access Oklahoma, the Circle Cinema Communications Manager, Ryan Thomas. So standing just outside of the, uh, the classic Circle Cinema, describe for us the history of what is above us with this marquee, these signs. Yes, we've got our, our classic neon marquee here at Circle Cinema. It's been restored to the uh, style of the 1950s and 60s uh, to, you know, just hand-changed letter signs, none of the, the digital LED displays. We love that classic feel. Uh, some great red and green neon lit up at night. And we're having it uh, restored again as for our uh, birthday celebration coming up in July for our 95th birthday. It'll be uh, all repainted, the neon will be redone and just really shining bright out here. And uh, a lot of people don't know too, this is uh, part of the original Route 66 route. Uh, Circle was on, on Route 66 for the original historic alignment uh, from, I believe, 1926 to 1933. So this is one of those classic Route 66 uh, signs out there that people would have seen. And what's going on with the sidewalk? Now on the sidewalk here, we have our Oklahoma Walk of Fame. Uh, it's uh, similar to the Hollywood Walk of Fame with all the stars on the sidewalk. We have our own medallions recognizing you know, actors, directors, writers, producers, musicians, uh, just all the great talent that was either born in Oklahoma, lived here in, in Oklahoma for a time. Uh, names people will be familiar with, like uh, Sterling Harjo, Tim Blake Nelson, Gene Triplehorn, and also a few surprises that, that people don't realize as well. Uh, Brad Pitt was born in, in Oklahoma. We've got a a medallion for him as well. Some uh, silent actors of the you know silent era, and uh, more than 50 names out here of just some of Oklahoma's best best talents, and we're adding more to it each year. Is this uh, like an original ticket window type thing right here? Uh, yes, we, we use the ticket window occasionally when we have some, some large events, but it's mostly for the, the classic facade look. We uh, got a, a Route 66 uh, facade restoration grant to help us finish up the, the renovation and get everything looking like that classic feel again. So this, this style of uh, the black and white tile on the outside, the, the ticket window there, that was how it looked in the 50s. And you know, there's some classic photos too of people pulling up to the window to get their tickets and then going into the popcorn and, and enjoy the show. And Ryan gave us a quick timeline of Circle Cinema in its current restored form. It's been many things over the years. The nonprofit group was created in 2002 by the theater. They got in on the National Register of Historic Places in 2003, which is pretty cool. And they reopened with two screens in 04. Yeah, and for the past 10 years or so, it's basically been a slow, steady effort uh, to do some fundraising for a more thorough renovation, which they did do and complete in 2014. He helped us fill in some of the other gaps along with some interesting movie history involving, what else, the Outsiders movie, of course. Yes, we are in the original lobby of uh, Circle Cinema, where Tulsa's oldest remaining movie theater in operation first opened in 1928. So this is the original space where you know people came in and bought their popcorn, bought their tickets at the window there, and then went into uh, just one screen at the time when it first opened. We now have four screens in the restored space here. Yeah, we, we show uh, independent films, foreign films, documentaries, as Tulsa's only independent nonprofit art house theater. And one of the things I liked, I first experienced Circle Cinema, uh, when you guys had the showing of Fast Times at Richmond High, and you had, uh, is it Robert Romanus? Yes, the, the actor, yes. Yeah, 
played uh, Mike Damone in the movie, and uh, Danny Boyle Connor was kind of instrumental in bringing him in because I guess they're buddies. Yeah, Tulsa's got a lot of great people like that now that have little connections here and there, and, and that's what we love doing is making the experience more than just a movie, uh, bringing in special guests, uh, speakers, working with organizations around the city to, to tie it back to the community somehow and you know give people a little more insight than just coming in and watching a film. Yeah, and had a Q&A with uh, Robert and Danny Boy up on the stage after the movie just to talk about you know, his favorite scenes and some behind-the-scenes trivia and things that people would probably have no other way of knowing. Yeah, it's the kind of experience you can only get at Circle, and that's, that's what we're about here, yeah. So as we look around here in the front lobby, describe for us a little bit about what's newer, what might be original. But, uh, one thing you'll notice when you come in is this beautiful terrazzo emblem on the, the floor. Uh, that was part of the original building. It's a, a nice like star with a C in it. Uh, we had no idea it was there too when we were doing the renovation work. Wow. Our our theater manager Greg uh, managed all the facilities and projectors. Uh, he was just doing some floor clearing in here and kind of chipped away some and, and found that and it's an amazing find. So we like to kind of show that off. What what did you say this terrazzo floor was hiding under? Uh, there, there have been some tiles. You can kind of see some of the outline there. Just some kind of linoleum tile I think had been put over, maybe even a layer or two. Um, at some point, and yeah, just an amazing find. It's yeah. funny how people try to, you know, sometimes they think, well, this is old, we better do something new, but then times move on and go, no, we need to see that. We, we love showing off as, as much of the, the classic building space as we can. Unfortunately, a lot of the um, structure and foundation had to be just completely redone. The, the roof came down at one point, I think a, a wall collapsed somewhere in the construction. It was a very, very drawn out process from uh, Circle reopening as a nonprofit in 2004 to 10 years later, completing all the renovations and, and getting the other screens open. But yeah, as much of the original brick as we can keep, um, all the you know, original, some signs and things around. Uh, we've got a, a signed poster of the outsiders in our, our lobby here. Uh, a lot of people don't know it was a filming location uh, for the film and the, uh, it's called the complete novel version, like the director's cut of, of the film essentially. There's a, a scene right at the start where Pony Boy's in watching a movie and he walks out the theater and you see Circle Cinema right out front there. So it's, it's real cool. We love you know, being connected to that part of Tulsa as well with the, the outsider's connection. So that scene is only in the director's cut, you said? I, I believe so. And it's, it's the version of the film now that's, that's shown most often. They did a, a big uh, re-release of it a couple years ago and we brought in uh, Danny Bill O'Connor was here that runs the outsider's house and we had a, a very special guest um, I believe her name was Sue Ellen Masakian. Uh, she's a library out of California, and it was her class that was instrumental in, in writing a letter to Francis Ford Coppola and saying, you know, our students love this book so much. Why, why hasn't it been a movie? Who's going to make it into a movie? And that kind of got the whole ball rolling on, on uh, Coppola getting involved and then uh, working with Essie Hinton to film the project in Tulsa and ultimately at Circle. So as Ryan mentioned to us, Skyler, the original theater only had one screen. They've since expanded into some of the adjoining structure more on that in a bit, but we continued our tour in the main theater space and still the biggest screen and auditorium in what was the original theater space. So we are in Theater One at Circle Cinema, and this is, you said, the original theater? Yes, this is part of the original theater space. This is our, our main auditorium, seats about uh, 200. Uh, and this, the, the original theater space, we divided from one theater, uh, back when the theater was first opened, to two screens now, uh, alongside the other two screens we have in the other part of the building for a total of four screens. Uh, yeah, this, this was the spot that people came and watched uh, all the classic James Bond films in the 60s, uh, some Spanish language films, a lot of, lot of history, a lot of films been shown here. Yeah. And we have this awesome piece of history, which you said dates to the original times, right? Yes, we're standing in front of our pipe organ here. This is a 1928 Robert Morton theater organ, and it's the very same organ uh, 
It's an amazing, amazing story. The very same organ that was here when the theater first opened in the 20s. So for a couple of years, there were still some silent films being shown, uh, 1928, 1929, uh, before the talkies were around. So had this organ down in front of the screen, an organist would come in and, and play a, a live score to each, each film showing and give the audience something to listen to. So uh, this was here in the theater. And then as, as talkies started to gain more popularity and uh, sound was worked into the films, the owner of the circle at the time sold the organ to the Scottish Rite uh, in Tulsa, and it just, I think they used it for a little bit, and then at some point set abandoned in a, a storage area. And as we were working to reopen the theater in 2004, I think someone from the uh, American Theater Organ Society knew about the organ that was at the Scottish Rite, got in touch with us, and, and worked with us to bring it back to the theater, restore it, uh, expanded the sound on it, and it's amazing, amazing to hear live. We do a, a program on the second Saturday of every month. We'll play a classic silent film and we have a gentleman come in uh, named Bill Rowland that plays a, a live score to the, the movie, just kind of makes it up on the spot each time and it's, it's an incredible experience to kind of get that, that real classic movie vibe. So dating back to the 20s, but obviously a nice modern seating and uh, lighting. It's very comfortable in here. So it's a uh, it's got the charm as you come in and you know the history, but you're still in, you know, modern day accompaniment. Yeah, you get that classic experience with those those sort of modern amenities. Yeah, a little more comfortable seats, uh, better concession offerings. We've got beer and wine at the concession stand now, uh, great popcorn, uh, top of the line sound system. We've got a new 4K projector we installed a couple of years ago. So you're getting really that, that crisp audio visual. And, and when we do have those classic films come in too, we have, uh, actual 35 millimeter film projectors that, that will run. Uh, we've got Tulsa's only operational reel-to-reel -reel projectors, which were the, the old style, you know, you start one film reel, you look for that little cigarette burn in the top, and when you see that, you go start the other other film reel on the other projector and just do that sort of seamless seamless switch. So when we do get the films uh, actually on film, which is always a great, great presentation, yeah, it's, it's that authentic, authentic look. When were these seats added? Uh, these seats were added in uh, 2014 as part of our, our uh, yeah, renovation and reopening. That was the year where the bulk of the renovations took place? Again, yes, right? uh, yeah. Uh, November 2013, we opened screen two, kind of a soft opening to get the, the new portion open. And then um, 2014, which uh, would have been, what, our 86th birthday, I believe, uh, as part of our, our celebration in July of that year, we, we reopened Theater One and, and the new lobby, got all that finished up and, and really welcomed people back to Circle. Yeah. Are there any... Uh, you know, legendary tales of things that happened here, movies that were shown, or people in this room, anything like that? Oh, we get a lot of lot of memories from the 60s of people that, you know, grew up here. They'd come see a film for a nickel, stay in all day, and, you know, get the double features. Uh, a lot of the classic action films of the time, Bullet is one with Steve McQueen, um, you know, getting those San Francisco Hills on the big screen, uh, early James Bond films were very, very popular here. Uh, we've we found some classic ads too, just from you know the Tulsa Tribune, Tulsa World of, of the 20s of some of when the circle first opened. Local businesses, you know, welcoming the theater to the neighborhood. Uh, some of the films being shown. Uh, I believe Across the Atlantic was the very first first film shown here. It's a plain drama. And I promise we're not going to dwell on this overly much, but. There was a period of time in the 70s and 80s where I believe it went through, we'll call it the adult phase. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, and uh, it, it's part of Circle's history as well. You know, in, in the 70s and 80s when Kendall Whittier was going through a decline, the neighborhood here kind of became the, the red light district for Tulsa almost. Uh, Circle was an adult theater for, for a few years. Um, 
a stretch there. And uh, we, we did find some interesting materials uh, that were left over in, in some of the projection booths and the apartments above the, the old theater there that had been left over from, from those uh, seedier days. So uh, don't, don't display those too much. But yeah, it was, it was part of Circle's history and uh, kind of came out of it. Yeah. So you could say the Circle Cinema, it's seen it all, so to speak. It really has. It has seen it all from, yeah, the, the silent films in the 20s to the early talkies, uh, the classic films of the 60s. It was a Spanish language theater for a while, a second run theater. Uh, and now to the art house we are. And we, we do kind of do that, that blend of all the programming. Um, in our mix now, we'll show you know kind of big blockbuster films like a Top Gun Maverick last year, uh, all the way down to the more niche, obscure art house films like one called Joyland we have right now. And um, yeah, we always try to try to bring someone in or make it more than a movie. Like with uh, Top Gun, uh, we had our Attorney General uh, Gintner Drummond and his son came and did an interview. They were both fighter pilots as well. Talked with them. One of the actors in the film is from Tulsa, so did a little interview with him. And uh, yeah, even if it's a you know a big big blockbuster project you're coming to see here, you'll still get that that little bit extra to, to really go behind the scenes on it. Yeah. So again, for people who have not been to the Circle Cinema, those Q&As like the one I saw with the Fast Times at Ridgemont High actor or A.G. Drummond and his son during uh, Top Gun Maverick, one of the prime examples where they try to bring a little bit extra to the movie experience at Circle Cinema. Yeah, we also discovered when we toured the expanded space next door, they offer another extra a place where you can rent, which sounds like a lot of fun, maybe we should do that for KRMG, a theater where your group can have private movie screenings. As we cross back out of the theater section, through the lobby, and past this area that I think you said was the original end, right? This was a wall that closed, that yes, separated the theater? There were two separate businesses here. There was the original circle space and then some other retail space next door that we've now converted into our, our lobby, our, our art gallery, and two additional screens as well. Yep. So as we come down, there's a little bar area, um, nice, you know, classic look with the glass and everything. What is the uh, main use you guys have for all this space? So we'll uh, host our, our events out here if we have like uh, guest speakers coming in or any kind of reception, um, art gallery opening. It's just a, a great space for people to come and gather uh, or even sit and talk after the, the film. We have tables. You know, we welcome people to stay and chat as long as you like, uh, talk about what you just saw and what you learned from it took away. We've got some uh, great little pieces of memorabilia out here. A couple old projectors uh, on display, and these weren't uh, like the organ. They weren't the actual projectors that were here at Circle at the time, but they're kind of similar of the era. We've got this one over here that's uh, one of the first projectors that could run sound with the picture. Hmm. We love showing these off for school groups too. We do a lot of uh, free educational screenings uh, for school groups to come and uh, like they they read the Outsiders, and they'll come and watch the movie, and we'll we'll give them a tour of the building, show them how how the movie uh, process works, and some of the classic equipment, and everything, and and take them behind the scenes. We've got a bar over here. Uh, we do uh, full bar service uh, on, on weekends and special events. Um, and we always have beer and wine at the concession stand as well, any time. And uh, an art gallery as well that we change out monthly. We like to feature different Oklahoma artists and uh, members of the community show off their new works. And, yeah. This area, you said, is kind of a general gathering, kind of a meeting space that can be used and rented. Yes, we do offer rentals for uh, all of our screens, our, our lobby. If you want to come, you know, have a birthday party here, watch one of your favorite films. Uh, bring a, a group, have a meeting in the lobby here, do a presentation on screen. Uh, we offer all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, we, we love opening a theater to everyone else and, and yeah, just making the events what you want. We, we're glad to work with everyone on that. I think we should have a KRMG gathering here, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when you say watch whatever movie you want, do you, can you like bring in your own DVD or something? Or is it, do you guys have a library or things that you offer? 
Uh, we've got a library. We, we have some films we offer, uh, or we'll work with the, the groups to uh, make sure you know, we've got the rights to show the film they want to show on, on DVD or you know, bring their own copy. Um, or a lot of times you can pick from any of the films we're currently showing as well, some of the new releases. Just get your own private show of that. Uh, yeah, or bring in your favorite, and, and we'll, we'll make it happen for you. Does the size of the party dictate the, uh, the cost on that? I'm just curious what that would run. Uh, it, it depends kind of theater by theater. Um, the lobby space is, I believe, a flat rate. And then uh, you know our, our smallest screen, screen number four, up to the largest screen, screen number one, um, kind of increases from there, yeah. Any major big plans for the future? Our biggest plan coming up is our, our 95th birthday this year. We've got a, a big film festival coming up in July. Uh, July 15th is the actual birthday of, of Circle Cinema's original opening. So uh, from July 13th through July 16th, we'll have our annual Circle Cinema Film Festival. It'll be an extra special birthday celebration this year. We're, we're still getting the lineup pinned down for it, so no, no programming to announce right now. But uh, in the past, we brought in a lot of special guests. Um, last year, we had the Fleming Lips. Uh, Wayne Coyne was here with their new uh, Space Bubble documentary. We did a premiere of that here. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson's been here in the, the past for the film festival. Did a great uh, kind of evening with career retrospective with him. Uh, Gene Triplehorn, Mary Kay Place. Uh, John Starks, NBA player, um, yeah, all, all had great new films coming out and bring them back to the theater and, and you know, give the people a chance to meet some of those stars and also see uh, some new great made in Oklahoma films. We love highlighting works by local independent uh, filmmakers, uh, student shorts, short films, uh, feature length, and yeah, you'll, you'll see a lot of that at the festival. You mentioned that you know we we did an episode on Route 66, so mentioning the, um, the alignment up here was uh, something we talked about there. The uh, gentleman that we spoke to about that said that I think 80% of the people who uh, tour Route 66 through town are from uh, out of the country. Have you seen tourists come by here to see Route 66? We have, yeah. We'll get tourists in from all over the world occasionally. Uh, we've had people from Germany, China, I think South America, some places. And yeah, they're, they're coming in. You know, They don't really know what too much about Tulsa, but they love seeing all the classic spaces and love coming in and finding out that so many of these businesses are still thriving and still going and still in operation. And yeah, we love sharing that, that fact with everyone. Yeah. I mean, just since you guys have been here, so the, the major innovation was 2014 when the ball really got rolling with uh, Circle Cinema, but over that last 10 years or so, you've seen a lot of changes all through the Kendall Whittier district, haven't you? Yeah, Kendall Whittier has really come back to life in the last uh, 10 years or so, and we're, we're proud to be an anchor of, of that, that change and growth, uh, along with uh, Ziegler's Art and Frame. Uh, next door across the street. They've, they've been here, a great, great foundation in the neighborhood. And it's, it's kind of becoming a, a burgeoning arts district a little bit. There's a couple studios around, a great coffee shop, restaurant, bakery. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really turning into a, a one-stop district. And we're, we're glad to be part of that as an entertainment option. We do have a, a great membership program uh, here at Circle. We, we rely on our support from our members as, as one of our, our primary means to you know, keep our, our nonprofit mission going. And you get a lot of great benefits with that, too, as part of the annual subscription. We're, we're started offering uh, more exclusive kind of members-only events to meet some of these special guests we bring in, exclusive kind of meet-and-greet opportunities, um, early access purchase opportunities, discounts on tickets, and, and things like that. And it's, it's yeah, just the best way to show your support and be part of the Tulsa Arts community and, uh, yeah, get get great benefits on the side. Steve, there's not much doubt that Circle Cinema played a huge role in the resurgence of that Admiral and Lewis area, the Kendall Whittier area as a whole, really. And that upward trend continues with more clubs, restaurants, and microbreweries. 
Yeah, I don't think there is any doubt that they did play a huge role in that. And if you go down there, you'll find even more hidden gems besides Circle Cinema. But the movie theater is really the best place to start. Follow them on Facebook. Check them out. There's a lot of cool things happening there at Circle Cinema. And just the Tulsa history alone is worth checking out. So go see them. If you have a suggestion for Steve or myself on something we should highlight here on the podcast, reach out. You can email us. Probably the best way to do that. My email is skyler.cooper at krmg.com, and that is Skyler with an E. And you can reach me at steve.berg, B-E-R-G, at krmg.com. This has been Full Access OK from 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk.